And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Episode one, zero, five, zero of down to dunk. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcasts. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get The Athletic for $3.99 a month. I am Luke! This morning by Andrew. But I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! Slam through. And Jay. It's Jay. Notation today. He uh, he hates us. He hates this us. Is the rumor? That's he, what I heard. He just told me directly. Yeah. He said, "I hate you." <laughs> Well, what I heard is that after the trivia night, he... Uh, he went on a learning expedition. Well, he really started to question whether or not he wanted to spend time with us anymore. That's true. That's true. Uh, he just wanted to play with his football. His foot... Yeah, his football. Yeah. It was a cool football. I have one. It's a nice football. Oh, yeah. The Nerf football. It's, it's, yeah. per- it's perfect for the lake. Throwing it around. Getting the lake. Throwing yeah. it around. Whistling. Yeah. It's a whistle Whist- ball. Whistling. Perfect. I don't bring enough stuff like that to the lake. Here's what I did. I bought one, brought it to the lake, I've never used it. <laughs> but, I, just, but I want to. In it's, theory, when it's I good re- for the lake. When I remember it, it will be fun. Head over to the cut, tie your boat up, throw throw a little Nerf ball. Throw some Nerf ball. I wish. I wish. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Well, it's the off season. I mean, we are in the off season. It's August 27th. There is nothing going on in thunder world uh darius basley putting up videos of himself being good shay saying watch out for this guy be very careful dot 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 i wish someone Which, would post a video of their workout where they're just bricking every shot you know what you could do that i could do that i however Given enough time, I could make a video where I'm making every shot. Luke, I have a gym that you can access at any point. Yeah. You come and we'll make that video for you. We could go do a live video right now. Right outside. now. For me to make. But, yeah, he's, we got a basketball around. To be one where I'm making all the shots. I mean, I'm talking, we're going to need 72 hours. <laughs> it's when is the last time lot. you shot a basketball? Um, huh. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, it's been a while, but I don't I don't remember. Off the top of my head, it's years. Years. Let's say that. Okay. Years. Yeah. I it's hard because you never want to take anything out of that video highlight. 
I've stopped because I've seen so many Andre Robertson ones where it's like, oh man, I've seen you guys that wow. Andre one. Yeah, I've just stopped because the because you know it's he's gonna. I mean, Robertson's gonna go play in like Europe or something. Has to like nobody's gonna give him a shot in the NBA, right? Uh, I mean, probably not. He, I mean, he did have that deal with the the Nets for like a minute, but he never really played. So. I don't. My guess is that he's done in the NBA, unless he goes and can be what he was. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it seems pretty doubtful. Yeah, well, uh, the injury was in 2018. Is that right? 2019. It was the mellow year. Yeah. 20 2019. Yeah, and he's not. Man, what a brutal injury! Yeah, it was very bad. But, Very bad. Yeah, I, I think there is some, I don't know, the only thing, and I said this. 17, 18 year. Yeah. 17, 18, not 18, 19. Yeah, 17, so it's been, 18. gosh, almost three, four years. Yeah. So I, the only thing I even look at, and, and Pepsi United asked this question, Shea seems to be hyping up Baisley on a scale from Ferg to Shea. How much do you believe in him making a big third year jump? Here's the deal about Baisley for me, and I think I've said this before, and so it's, obviously, you know, repeating something, is Baisley is the one guy that I will not believe any development until I see it on the court. And and giving credit where credit's due, I think he was way better when he came back after the injury uh, last season. I mean, he was more aggressive. And the thing I did like, because number one is nobody really plays defense in those rec leagues. Like mm-hmm. Aaron Gordon was given some space, Ben Simmons as well. Like they at least get somewhat in stances, but they're far enough away when they're not going to make that effort. The thing I think could really shift Baisley's ability is if he can finish at the rim with the aggression that he finished in that pickup game. Like, yeah. cause historically Baisley has gotten there and, and been more hesitant, um, finishes with more up and unders and layups and you know kind of floater even sometimes like if he attacks with that aggression um I think he and Baisley's obviously the the book is not written on him yet like there's yeah. so young yeah it just is every time you get hyped up for him so far it's like eh. and so I need to see it and you know it'd be great if he did develop it'd be awesome um mm-hmm. but I'll I'll wait so on a scale of Ferg to Shea, um, somewhere in between. So who would be in between Ferg and Shea? Hustis? Josh Houston. I don't know. Is he between them? No, probably not. I don't know. Uh, I watched some highlights last night of just NBA play, and that's because yeah. that's quintessential off season. And uh, a few of them are Hustis dunks. How about that? He's a dunker. He was. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm intrigued. By Baisley, he just has got to shoot the ball better. I mean, just flat out. You know, he's 29% from three last year, 28% on catch and shoot threes. Like, you just can't, he's not going to make it if he can't be better than that because he's not good at, good enough at anything else. Right. So it's got to be the three point shot and his defense has to get better. And if he can't do either one of those, then I just don't know how he makes it. I mean, you have, uh- in today's NBA, do you basically have to be a big if you shoot 29% from the three-point line? Yeah, like I mean... Can, no wings anymore 
shoot that poorly. You just have to be very good at something else. Like you have to be very good on the drive. Or a lockdown defender. Lockdown defender, very good in the mid range. He's not that. He's just not that. I yeah. mean, from ten to sixteen feet last year, thirty seven percent. It's not great. It's not good. Not even good. So he's he just has a ways to go. And he's young, you know, he's twenty one. But you think the organization's worried about his timeline? I have no idea. Yeah. I have zero ideas about that. So I do know that last year that was supposed to be like a year of discovery for him where it was like, let's put him in a lot of different situations. Yeah. Let's see what he can do. And perhaps this year they box him in to like, okay, here's what we think you can do. Like, we want you to do these three things instead of like, here's 12 things that we'd like, yourself you to, out. we'd like for you to feel out. No, no, no. Here's the three things. Well, and I think that the roster construction, not that there's anybody that has to get, you know, minutes necessarily, but I think with Poku's assumed emergence into the starting lineup, is yeah. that's going to force Baisley to have a more defined role. Because Poku and Baisley are very similar and kind of what I would see that they potentially could be. Well, and with the amount of guards that are going to play, like Josh Giddy too, like they have now have three six foot nine to seven feet ball handlers that are going to be on the roster. So that spot is just kind of taken. And then you also like like Kenrich Williams too, you know, yeah. big forward that they can put the ball in his hands to do something with, which is kind of what they're wanting to do is have basically everybody be able to do that at some point. Uh, but eventually you're going to have more guys like Vic Krejci is very Darius Baisley, you know, like that's the kind of player that he is. And could he come in and be better? I mean, maybe, maybe he'll shoot the ball better than Bays has. Yeah. So who knows? And we don't even know if Vit will be on the team. I mean, there's not, nothing has happened there. So, so he has nothing guaranteed. He doesn't have a contract with Thunder. How about that? Yeah. So he must have had something to be training and then go to summer league. He's no. I mean, he's. I think he was with the Blue, and then now he has no contract, but he's just kind of with the team. Huh. So didn't know you could do that. He's like rehabbing here. So they're so, not paying him anything. Not to my knowledge. That feels complicated. Yeah. What it's complicated. It's complicated. So yeah, I'm mean, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do with him. They're gonna have to clear a roster spot for him to even be able to be on the team. They've already filled their two way spots. I figured, oh, maybe he'll get a two way spot. Like, no, can't get a two way spot. There's been some people saying that you can't even have a two-way spot because you can't give two-way spots to guys that you buy out their contract. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I've asked some people say they don't know if that's true or not. Um, but now they can't even – it's not even a discussion anymore because Wiggins and Josh Hall have the two-way spots. So who knows? Who that's knows? Wild. That's wild. He'll, he'll come to, like, their preseason camp. I don't know. Because there's guys that come to preseason camp that don't make the team. Yeah, but they get signed to Exhibit 10 contracts. Yeah. So, like, you'd have to have a contract. you have to have a contract to go to camp. Huh. We'll pay that man. So, we'll see. He may go. I mean, he there's it's not out of the question. He goes back to Europe. Hmm. 
but um, hopefully he's here just because he makes things a little bit more interesting. Um, all right. Anything else y'all excited about? Football season? Y'all excited? Just around the corner? Stoops Troops? You know, always riding for Stoops Troops. Stoops Troops. I mean, not really. No. Do y'all even watch football? No. You? Very little. Very little. I'll watch some. Fantasy football? No. No. Huh. I've heard it's fun, but I, I've they heard. Make me watch the games, and I don't. I don't. I've always. I don't watch as much anymore as I used to, but fantasy football, in my experience, is a superior fantasy game than basketball. Because you don't have, you the, don't like the, the daily, je ne sais quoi. You don't like the daily grind <laughs> of fantasy basketball. It's exactly. What, I mean, yes, it's exactly what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You only have to set your lineup once in fantasy yep. football. Don't have to worry all about it. Exactly. Yeah. See. I have to. I, I want to be constantly worried about it. Just nonstop panicked about my uh, fantasy team. Uh-huh. Uh, you can go to theathletic.com right now, slash down to dunk, and get it for three ninety nine a month. And uh, Zach Harper wrote an article about the Thunder, their offseason report, and overall grade, roster breakdown, and I contributed to this. Wow. Um, what, so you what, can what grade did he give? check it out. You have to go to theathletic.com slash down to dunk to find that out. There you go. Go check that out. But yeah, I contributed, uh, you know, a bunch of paragraphs at the end of this. He asked me three questions. He asked me, uh, I can read you the questions. Maybe you guys can answer these questions too. Come on, man. So question number one, we're going to see a lot of giddy at point guard this year. Yes. Okay. I would agree, yes. I hope so. What uh, even is a position anymore, though, right? Well, I mean, I think just having him as your primary Who can play off-ball? I mean, Teo and Shea can technically play off-ball, right? And Jerome. And Terrence. Mm-hmm. Trey Mann. Mm-hmm. Lou. And Lou. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. They got a lot of guards. I'm interested to see. Um, Yeah, I think they're going to play him. I think they're going to play Giddy a lot, and he's going to have he's going to have his time. Uh, Will we see Poku step up as the second best player on this team? Yes. Here's what I want to see: number one, number one option, Poku. Number one player, (laughs) number one Poku. That's what I want. Yeah, I think you're going to find yourself sorely disappointed. I don't think we'll see number two Poku. I think we'll see number three Poku. Okay. So who would be two? Dort? Dort. Probably. I mean, that that is the most likely outcome, right? But, yeah. I, I'm, I think Thunder fans should absolutely be intrigued by the first time in Poku's life he's had a year of intentional development in the basketball game the way he has. Yeah, this is true. Like, can they reel in some of the insanity? Not too much, because that's what makes Poku Poku. But the question I have is, like, can he bring more consistency is the the whole thing? Physically, can he be a little more developed? And the way the Thunder are investing in him in this, like, top-secret Captain America style, you know, investment this offseason. I don't know. I, I just, 
it's not great that he's your second player in this year, but for the purpose that the Thunder are going to have in this year, it actually might be great. Yeah. It could be. I am very interested to see what it looks like. I really don't I really don't know what he'll look like, but he looked really good at the end of last season. He was like very much improved. Um, and I think that's what gives me kind of the encouragement that I'm talking about in the sense of like going from the beginning of the season to the end of the season. Yeah. Which you're not getting a ton of developmental time until he went to the G League for... He went know. to the bubble. That was very helpful too. Yeah. Yeah. But in the midst of that, what you saw is such development for a, I mean, 19-year-old. Mm-hmm. you got to think that if they were able to it seems like there's going to be a continued rise in his ability to play the game at the pace that's needed in the NBA. It's certainly possible. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's going that direction. I I mean, I I think that that's the hope and the you know, the reason to hold him out of summer league and to not play him is to help him to get stronger and be more ready to play the 3-4 basically. So, I'm intrigued. Does he start is the question. I think you kind of have to start him. So, what is your starting lineup? Yeah, this is a tough one, isn't it? Isn't it? It it is. Because Mikey is the one that's all about start Baisley and Poku. Four or five. Yeah, they're not doing that. They're going to put favors. Yeah, yeah. Favors, Favors at the five. Favors at the five. I just this is what I hope they do. Hope I don't four. I hope that they don't start Bays. I hope they start Giddy instead Depends, of Depends, man. If this if this development he had is real, which Shea seems to agree. He can you agreed. keep him off the floor? Can you can you start anybody else? No, I just wish I wish it was Giddy. I wish it was Shea, Dort, Giddy, Poku, Favors, or yeah. Scala or whoever. That would be so enjoyable to watch. Or you just start Baisley at the five, which they would never. I just don't think they would do it. But you just do Shea, Dort, Giddy, Poku, Baisley. And then every then you say, we have no positions. We just have basketball players. Perfect. For your viewing pleasure. Isn't that what you want? That's exactly what I want. Like I don't really care about Derek Favors' nope, screens. Not one bit. And him getting six rebounds a game. Nope. Yeah. Get him out of here. Isn't that that's what I think that's what the people want. Yeah. Give the people what they want. That's we've suffered long enough. One whole year. You know, Poku and Bays and Giddy are all tall enough and have long enough arms to just yeah, be they able are to just, do something. They are just Slim boys. They are. and Which is fine. It's fine. They're going to lose. They're probably going to lose to the Sixers no matter if Derek Favors plays the five or if Baisley plays the five. True. They're going to so. lose to the Nuggets regardless of who plays the five. Yeah. So who cares, man? Just just be Get wild. weird with it, man. Just be wild and free. Which maybe, maybe Coach Dagnall will do some of that. Who knows? I don't know. We don't. I'd like to. We won't know for another two months. Yeah. I mean, training camp's like a month away. Yeah, but you don't know anything, man, until we get to preseason, right? Like what lineups would be. I don't know. You don't even know in preseason. We'll see. 
training camp's a month away. Yeah, bro. That's glorious. Yeah. Feels like media day is slipping out of our grip. What do you mean? I don't know. There's no way they're going to have people at media day. I mean, they just had people at summer league. Yeah, but that was more of an NBA thing than a Thunder thing. I wonder, are you nervous? You can be back on Zooms? I really hope not. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, the thing about it is if if everybody there, I mean, what they'll probably do is just like you have to show your vaccination card, yeah. right? Yeah, and so still I, stay masked or whatever. Yeah, stay in a mask, have your vaccination card, and then you can come. And they just limit the amount of people that can come. Yeah. Don't you think that's the way to do it? Like, don't yeah. you think that that's don't you think that that's, I think that's the way forward? Don't you think that's the sure. that's the avenue to making that happen? Yeah, and it just depends how high the priority it is to get people there. If, so here's the reality: is if they're going to have a full arena, which is what they're telling everybody, yeah, like holding back on media day is just a unnecessary. That's what I'm saying. They're going to have a full Paycom arena on Monday, Monday Night Raw. It's going to be there. You going? And the L man is going to be there. Is John wow. Cena going to be there? Uh, John Cena likely is not going to be there. He lost at SummerSlam, and I think that's the end of his journey. That's sad. But uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin? Likely not. It's also Monday Night Raw. and Hollywood Hogan? No. <laughs> no, but I'm glad you guys know. Uh, Goldberg? Of, there's a lot of people you know. Goldberg lost too, unfortunately. However, I think his I think it's going to continue because his 15 year old son got involved in the match and got uh, choked out. Oh no! Uh-huh. He's got to make a return. I think he's going. Vengeance. What about what about uh, Roman Reign? Roman Reigns is on SmackDown. Yeah, you idiot. Duh. <laughs> but he's uh, great. Sheamus. Sheamus will be there. Sheamus will definitely be there. Wow. It's going to be awesome. Look at all these people you know. I was, I was that is really a lot. Look at all these You're a fan. Good. That was good, Jay. Well, yeah. uh, last question that Zach asked me. Um, which picks did the Thunder get for favors? Uh, uh, what? It's, the question. it's literally the question that he asked me, which I think just means, are the Thunder going to get an asset for Derek Favors? Eventually. Oh, okay. Of Trading him. I got you. I got you. Eventually. No. I mean, maybe a second or no. something. That that was this is my official prediction. Is that favors will play, help the Thunder, and eventually be flipped for a second rounder. Yep. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's, that's favors has been a very decent basketball player for his entire career, but nothing no. ever great. No. Never really a starter. Because he was a top five draft pick out of Georgia Tech, I think. Number two. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. Yeah. So, sure, somebody will take favors for a second. He could he could be a nice backup five for a good team. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Not the Thunder. Not the Thunder. Give he me is, all the moose minutes. Yeah. Basically at five minutes. Yeah. I mean, I think you kind of have to play favors, though. Yeah. To start with. Unless he's injured. Faves? Wow. <laughs> well, we're going to go ahead and shut down Derek Favors. Sorry. Starting the whole season. Oh, oh man, deep dive. Hey, guys. Nerlens Noel has sued 
his ex-agent, Rich Paul. He's claiming $58 million in lost earnings. Basically, the um, this suit that he has filed, he has claimed... Well, let me get down to it. Um, negligence, breach of contract, and breach of fiduciary duty. Basically, when he did not sign with the Mavs, he was going to sign... Um, a big old contract did not do that on advice from Rich Paul. He had sat next to him at an event, and Rich he was he's at Ben Simmons' wedding. Ben Simmons' wedding sat next to Rich Paul, who said or birthday party, birthday wedding, party, yeah, sorry, birthday party. and said that he should not sign it. He should hire Rich Paul, and Rich Paul can get him a max contract because he was a hundred million dollar man, and he took that advice. Yeah. Uh, did not sign that extension with Dallas. And then he claims basically Rich Paul kind of um, stopped working and kind of forgot about him, didn't do anything. And basically he had to go out and find his own contract with the Thunder. Yeah. He basically has been doing all the, all of these things on his own. The other part is he has not paid Rich Paul. Yeah. Rich Paul filed something with... Uh, the league saying he had not been paid. Then Nerlens filed this a counter lawsuit. lawsuit. Not a counter lawsuit because Rich Paul's thing is not a lawsuit. It's just a grievance. It's a grievance with the league. Yeah. Saying the league saying this guy hasn't paid me. He needs to pay me through their process. Nerlens then filed a lawsuit against him. So I. What's the likely outcome of this, L man? The likely outcome of this is they will settle. And that they will not go take this to trial because that's the that's the outcome of most lawsuits. But you never know, and uh, I will keep uh, I'll keep an eye on this and keep uh, up to dates in future deep dives. The thing about Rich Paul is like, how valuable is this grievance? Well, I because it's a it's, minimum it's a minimum percentage. Yeah. So it's the only contract that he is probably owed for is the two or the one because he fired him halfway yeah. through the. Four percent of like a million dollars is still a lot of dollars. Not to Rich Paul, it's not. Hey, every, every that guy is swimming in gold coins. But I yeah, think, but you don't just let that go. Yeah, I think it's. I think he. I, no, no, no. I'm not saying like, yeah, don't worry about it. But I'm saying like, if this drags out, like that's a pretty easy settlement. Like, all right, forget it, just move on. Like, yeah. if he feels like there's, and I don't think that Noel has any kind of actual case because a lot of that is hard to prove. I'm suing you because you did a bad job being my right. agent. Right, yes. Yeah. You know. So it feels like the, the the lawsuit was obviously a reaction to him being filed a grievance against, right? Like, okay. Yeah, well then, apparently like Brett Brown called Nerlens after he signed with the Thunder and was like, hey, like what? Like what's the deal? Like we would have given you a three-year deal worth this much. Like why didn't, like what's going yeah, on? Yeah, I mean, then, you know? may, I mean maybe there's something. You know, I that. think that that's, and then like later he found out about like the Clippers wanted to give him like a similar deal, but there was a, there was the rumor that the Thunder were going to pay him a, a three-year deal worth like 20 million or something like that. Maybe it's not that much, but like a lot more. And then everybody just backed off. Yeah. And the failure was in not taking that qualifying offer from the Mavericks. Well, taking the contract for the Mavericks. Yeah, the contract. Like three years. He took the qualifying offer yeah. and then became an unrestricted free agent. Right, three years, seventy million, or four years, eighty, or whatever it was. And he'll never recoup that unless he no. wins this lawsuit. 
So Which, I don't know. But because uh, he, he just signed his biggest contract of his NBA career with the Knicks, the Knicks. and it's like I think it's five million a year. I think so. It says in this. I thought it was maybe ten, but I don't remember. But so either way, yeah. I always think about that in in light of like different players that yeah, it's almost ten, three years, twenty seven. Different players that had a potential to make money and injuries or bad decisions did that to them. Like Schreuder. I always think about Schroeder, Boogie, Boogie, yeah. Like Boogie was going into a con; he was in a contract year when he blew his Achilles out. Yeah, that sucks. And he was going to make he's going to make the max, all the money. Yeah, man. What really is the crazy one, like Nerlens, is is with uh, like a Dennis Schroeder, where you have the contract. Like they have it ready for you to sign, and you just don't do it because you're betting on yourself, and then you end up with on a minimum deal or whatever he is. I don't. I guess it's a minimum deal with the Celtics. Like that's it's part of the MLE. I can't remember what it is. It's yeah, seven or eight million, maybe nine. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's insane. Very disappointing. But that's another. The good thing for a guy like Schroeder, in comparison to a guy like Noel, is it feels like at least for Schroeder, is he still has, like Noel's decision also was at the exact, five point nine mil. Golly, Noel's decision was at the exact same time where the center position became pretty insignificant. Yeah. And so it was like for Schroeder, is if he plays really well for the Celtics this year, they will either give him something more. Or he'll have a shot to get back on a roster. The issue was this offseason is not a whole lot of teams needed a point guard. Yeah. And he didn't perform super well in the playoffs. No. The problem is when you bet on yourself, you're not guaranteed to win that bet. Nope. Like you can get hurt and that's the thing that you take into account. And so that these you know it's it's the known it's the known known versus what you know what they're offering you have on the table versus the unknown what you could get and you know this just needs you know the sh- the shooter thing this summer needs you know would scare the crap out of me mm-hmm. if i was a player about to get had an offer in front of me or i could bet on myself it's like you never know when it's going to turn like that it never does know, fe- and it, and it, it does immediately it does feel like though that for nba guys they all have to come into the league with some sort of ego where they oh. feel like I'm going to just because it happened to Schroeder well I'm I mean it's not going to happen to me I'm better than that or him you yeah. know like I'm going to yeah. succeed because the thing about Schroeder that's really crazy is, is actually COVID was a large part of the reason that this happened if Definitely. you remember like he he went into pl- protocols right there right before the playoffs yep. and was clearly not himself mm-hmm. in the playoffs and so yeah, and I don't know what happens. Like if if they sign like this entire off season, the Russell Westbrook deal, all of the other peripheral pieces. Like if they if if Schroeder signed that contract, like does he get put in a sign and trade for Russell? And move, like that's what you don't know. Like the whole roster construction for the Lakers. Yeah, apparently is the Wizards did not it. want Schroeder. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because he would have still been a part of. They would have signed. Could have been. Yeah, yeah, could have been. Um, yeah. Would you rather have Spencer Dinwiddie or Dennis Schroeder? I think I'd rather have Schroeder because I don't know. I mean, then when he's coming off injury True. and he's had a lot of knee problems. So I'd probably rather have Schroeder, but I don't know. I also saw the best of Dennis Schroeder here. Yep. You know, so I don't know. Who's Rich Paul's highest paid player? 
This feels like it's not the person I would assume. I think everyone would assume it's LeBron James. Yeah. It's not. Is it John? Yeah. John Wall? Yes. It's John Wall. Really? 44. John Wall's making 44 million this year. John Wall next season on a player option. You think he'll pick this up? 47 million for John Wall next year. 47. Talk about something that hasn't been discussed, like the Wizards getting off of both John Wall and Russell Westbrook's money. Mm-hmm. That's pretty brilliant in landing with Spencer Dinwiddie, which, you know, I get that he yeah. knows. Still, but, yeah. I mean, getting yeah, getting away from that John Wall contract in particular is just like, wow. <laughs> That's a big deal. And Bradley Beal's just very happy to remain a Wizard. For yeah. now. Yeah. Whatever they've done with him and... Like he seems like he's just very, very happy there. It's I don't know that there's even anything to do with the Wizards themselves. I think it's just more to do with like his personality. He the twenty eleven title the Mavericks got that Dirk accomplished for them is something that he like very much wants to do for for the team that drafted him. Mm-hmm. And the Wizards continue to completely fumble everything. And he still, for whatever reason, wants to remain a wizard. He's talking about loyalty. Jeez. Yeah, but that's awesome for yeah. them. Yeah, it is. It's great for them. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And we're back from that quick break. And Twitter questions. And we're back. That's our first Twitter question. It comes from at Dortpoy. Who wants to know what would be one thing you give up for the rest of your life in exchange for Poku to be an MVP in the next five years? Cereal? Yeah, cereal. Yes, absolutely I would give that up. There's not a lot of things I wouldn't give up for that. Your family. That's about it. Okay. Your life. Career, job, your life. Eyebrows? All body hair. For the rest of my life? No, not my eyebrows. What Would if, you you wouldn't give up your eyebrows? Man, I'm a pretty. I'm a, I don't know. Like, what if know. what if it was all the hair on your face and head? What if it was just all the hair on the left side of your face and head? Um, Even worse, you could just be the hairless guy, like oh, hair, the left hairless guy, hairless pastor. Yeah, no, you could just do all. You could just do all your. Um, no. Do all no, your? I don't think so. You could just do all. all your <laughs> <chicken> <laughs> profile. My good, side, my good side. It's the side that has hair on it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. Would you do that, L man? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I would not. 
You don't invest that much money in a haircut and then just give it all away for Poku's MVP That's runs. true. Seriously. That's yeah, true. Yeah. You don't invest very much no. money in haircuts. No, not you. Yeah, not me. I can't. God, I can't believe. I still. That is the th- one thing about you that blows my mind is that you don't spend money on haircuts. You go to the supercuts. I actually don't anymore. You go to someone else new. I have. A, we have a friend that during the pandemic would come over mm-hmm. and she would cut all of our hair all like all in just one shot. Like everybody comes it down, and so now she just that's just what we do now. Does she actually like? Is she a hairstylist? Uh huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you, I didn't know. I just we got a friend that kind of just got into amateur haircutting. Yeah, she just has showed up, brought some clippers. No, she's good. All right. Yeah, same person every time now. It's the, it's the first time since. Uh, it's time a, a long it's time. a step in the right it direction. It is a step. It's a direction. step in the right. That direction. may be the right step though. It's, at this point, that's like, the you're only splitting step. Hairs. Literally, I didn't mean that to be as bad of a pun as it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what would you give up? What would you Coffee? give up? Coffee? I don't think I would. Would you give up beer? I would give. Yes, I would give up beer. Yes, I would give up coffee. I would get into like teas and wine. Yeah, yeah. Would you give up all alcohol? No. Okay. Because what do you think I'm going to be drinking while I'm enjoying this MVP season? Tea. Tea. Alcohol. Coffee. Hard drugs. <laughs> the answer. <laughs> okay, that's why I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, the the the, the transition step is to you know uh-huh. straight to cocaine. Uh huh. It'd be a great, <laughs> well, it'd be a great time, a great season. <laughs> I'm gonna be loving it. All right, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It goes from at tigerhawk six six four one who wants to know is there anyone on the roster other than sga you fear could raise our floor and get us too many wins i think the the people that you would suspect for this would be favors but man does he really raise your floor that much i mean what's favors worth two wins at most i don't know i I don't even know if it's that it may not even be that Muscala was the one last year that I think was the underrated tank killer. Yeah. Because he was, what did he shoot, 70% from the three-point line? Like, it was insane what he was shooting. Do you know what he shot from three? He crossed 40, no? No. Oh. Huh. That's why I failed at the trivia game, because it was Kenrich and not him. 37%. Huh. Not as good as I thought it was, but man, it, it felt like good. it felt like he was just hitting everything. So Yeah. But nobody. There is nobody, really. Dort. Yeah, Dort. I mean, Dort hit that corner three for the win. So Kenrich is an interesting one, right? So, you know what he, you know what he shot from three last year? Over 40%. 44. Do you know what he shot? How many attempts? Three a game? 1.8 per game. Okay. Uh, 117 threes. Do you know what he shot in... His second year with the Pelicans, the From year three? before this, yeah, twenty three, twenty five percent. Wow, what is? I asked this on the Dream Team yesterday, but like, what do we, what do we believe about Kenrich Williams? You know, with regards to like what kind of player he is. Like, I know he's like good, versatile, toolsy player, but is he going to shoot the ball like that again? Was it, was he someone who benefited from? Playing in empty gyms, you know. 
Yeah, and what's it going to be like when you have full, full I don't know. I I wouldn't say that's it. I think Kenrich is one of those guys that, in my opinion, benefited from a team giving him the chance to have a more prominent role on the team. That's what I would say with Kenrich. Like, I don't, I don't think he's a guy that would shift the way he plays based on a crowd in the stadium. Like, that doesn't – I don't think that's him. Yeah. But most definitely, like, New Orleans, like, obviously they traded him for nothing, basically. So, with the Thunder, he played 21.6 minutes per game. How many minutes do you think he played at the Pelicans the year prior? going to completely disprove gonna, my I'm entire gonna, point. It's going to be like 19 minutes a game. 21.3. Wow. Hmm. Played 23 minutes per game his rookie year. So never mind. The Pelicans more minutes than he did with the So Thunder. it was just... It was just fortune. It was just an anomaly. I don't know. Or maybe he got better. No, that didn't happen. How old is he? 22, 3? 26. Oh. That's too old, man. Yeah. Got to trade him. He has worth. He Absolutely. will. It, the Thunder held on to him. Yeah. They could have had a second or two seconds for him, I'm sure. I think they like him as a uh, culture culture setter. Yeah, I mean, Mark Degnault said as much in his ex interview about just how great he is. So I think that he's he's nice to have around for. But for the those question kind of is, but is he a floor is raiser? He a floor raiser. If he shoots forty four percent from three and does everything he does on the defensive end and all that, then yeah, probably. Yeah, but twenty one minutes. Yeah. Which is probably going to be less this year because Poku's going to play f- 45. Poku and Giddy will take forward minutes. And Baisley. And Baisley. What about Isaiah Roby? Not that he's a floor raiser, but does he play? Yeah. There's just, at some point, like, you, like who? I don't know. I just don't know how you who play. Who doesn't all, play? I don't favors. Know, I don't know how you don't play bench all these guys. favors. Yeah, you could bench faves. I we'll mean, just, at, at this point, I don't really care about getting another second-round pick no, for favor. No, just release him. I'd rather get the development from these other guys and lose games. Yeah, just literally buy him out and let him go sign somewhere else. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Why not? I don't know. I don't make. I don't know. Andrew. I don't make that decision. <laughs> they, <laughs> they bought out Kimba. I know. Don't you think that would have already happened, though? Don't you want to find a landing spot before the season starts? Yeah, they must think they can get some value from him. Or they just might want to have vet, some veterans on the team. Nah. Because, I mean... Nah. I they brought in Nick, man. Muscala, Favors. Vet, vet. Kenrich is a vet. So how many players on this team have played at least five seasons in the NBA? I mean, that's it. It's two. It's Favors and Muscala. That's it. Kenrich has played three. Perfect. Which is the second most. Shea has played three. That's that's like... The, Perfect. Those guys are tied for third most seasons in the NBA. Everybody else is either a rookie or in their second year. Sounds awesome. Or this will be their third year, I guess, for... Uh, by the Ty time Jerome, you really need Roby, vets... Basley, like, Dort. By the time you need vets, you'll have the guys that are playing that have become that yeah no it's it's just fun it's just funny that it's like 
get this guy out of here. (laughs) And then like two guys with NBA experience. Then the guy that's like the most experienced player is Mike Muscala by far. I mean, like it's just kind of a funny. It's all you need, man. Funny thing. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. Comes from at Sketch Boy Craig, who wants to know: Do any of you have a hidden talent? What constitutes a hidden talent? Um, that's a good question. I think it's something you're good at that a lot of people don't know you're good at. Yeah, let's just say that. Like you're really good at. Cooking waffles and no one knows. Not even your kids. Not even my kids. You, no. You keep it to yourself. I'm hiding it. Um. I don't know. I don't have a hidden talent. Like we we've communicated this before, but we all play music. Yeah, but that's not hidden. I've been hiding mine for a while, I guess. I don't yeah, really like play. Not play. Right, yeah. I don't really play all that much. But even you removed, just need to... Where's your guitars, man? You removed them. They're in the closet. You need wow. to get... You need to, I know. You need Literally to, hidden. My guitars wow. are my hidden talent. You need to uh, You need to just go live one day and just have just be wheeling. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That would... Uh, that is just I would never do that no 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 no. it'd be sweet if you did (laughs) would it Andrew shred (laughs) would it be yeah I think it's super weird when people do that unless you're like a pro guitar player or something where everybody's like check this out look what I do it's just weird to me it just weirds me out it's a whole genre of Instagram and TikTok. I know, but like some of those guys are like legitimately just like great. Yeah, it definitely makes me when I watch those guys play. I'm like, I am so bad at my instrument. (laughs) Yeah, I have any hidden talents? Partly because anytime I'm decent at anything, I'm going to make sure that people know. Everyone, look at me (laughs) and this thing that I do. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You, L man? I don't know. Do I? I'm I'm good at swimming. Yeah. And I, I, I don't like swim all the time, but it's true. It's hidden. But when I do swim, I let people know I'm good at it. That's true. Because <laughs> like what Jay said, can't can't hide it. No oh, man. Um, okay, let it shine. Man. You know our hidden. But we yeah, do. We probably all have hidden talents, but they're even hidden from ourselves. We don't know. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, that's deep. Ooh. Hey, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Ross B. <laughs> Who wants to know, would you rather have a job that pays $70 an hour but lets you work from home or a job that pays $100 an hour but requires you to be physically present? I'm a in-person person. I'm the same way. So I need, I'll take that $100 and be in the office. I do not work well at home because that's where all my fun things are. Yeah. Like so you're in it. I'm in it. I'm kind of... In on it too, to a degree. Having this set of part space, having this space makes it. I mean, if I was in my other house, I think I'd be like, "Yeah, give me the one hundred dollar <laughs> job immediately." <laughs> but having this, having this space, makes it like, pretty great. This is a real conversation. Apparently, there's a bunch of people who have no intention to ever go back into an office. Like yeah. even companies that are allowing. There's companies that are like, "Why are we paying for this building?" Yep. You know. Like we have, everyone's done great at home, 
you know. This is where I get really like, I'm, I feel like an old curmudgeon, you know, like. Yeah. Because for me, it's like, I just know my productivity at home was like night and day different. Yeah. Than when I was in my office. Yeah. I I just find it that I can get done, you know, with everything I need to get done. And then like the, the downtime you'd have like at an office. Yeah. You, you can know? go and spend it with your family. Just go be with the kids or, you know. Run to the grocery store. Your youngest or is getting whatever. so much mom and dad time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been because the boys are back in school. Yep, so the boys just, are back in school. No, it's, it's been yeah, it's been really fun. He's hilarious. He is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would. I would probably. I would probably opt to stay home, just because I think it would be. I don't know. I've just gotten very used to it. Yeah. And the benefits, just the benefit of being here all the time, like would outweigh being gone and like the extra cash. I think the key though, like I said, is if I had an office at home, which I don't, Mm -hmm. I think I would feel different about this question. Yeah. If you had a space where you could just close the door and be. But I still am such a social person. Yeah. It's hard because like how, how productive would I be at my office if I had a TV, video games, like, right. I, I would be not be very productive because I do those things. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, the extroversion part of me, like, there was some seasons where we were working back in the office in June or July of last year, mm-hmm. and like the primary people I spent time with were the people in our office. You know, mm-hmm. you know, we would mask up and whatever. But so it was one of those things where not having it makes me remember. You know how good this is. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Our next Twitter question comes from at Kyle underscore E underscore Clark, who has a question for the L man, wanting to know how my fandom for AEW is right now. That is the other big wrestling promotion. Okay, all elite wrestling. Chris Jericho, right? Chris Jericho, and it is wow, Jay. Right now, you know some things about. He knows wrestling. a ton. I do, I do. Yeah. Right now, it's higher than WWE. Really? Yes, it is a much, much more. Enjoyable what do they product. do to make it different? So. There's more like off-season pod, man. What are they're more? They are twenty seventh. They are more focused on like the wrestling aspect of it. Like they keep track of the wins and losses of all of the wrestlers, and they have a ranking system based on that. So the people that are competing for the titles have a high enough rank to correspond with why they're doing that. Which all of this is predetermined. Yes. It is all it is all predetermined. Like when they walk into a match, they know who is going to win, who is going to lose, and what that looks like. Mm-hmm. So yes, it is all a story. So in wrestling, when they determine that Jericho is going to win, mm-hmm. everything before that is basically made up in the moment. Like they don't choreograph the whole match. I think they have a I think they have a conversation before that says some people do. Like there are old like like Macho Man. He choreographed every single thing about his match and numbered it one to like two hundred, said we are going to go through and do all of this. There are guys that can call it and do it in the ring. Like John Cena 
calls his matches and does his matches in the ring. And they both have the ability to, they all have the ability to do both. And it's just with their comfort level and what they're doing. So mm. it just depends. But, um, but AEW, it is more like, they're treating it more like an actual sport. They have a ranking system after their shows and after their big shows, they have like a media scrum and things like that. And so, and it just feels more, it's just watching it, it feels better and less like, and they're letting the wrestlers like, WWE, they go out and they give a promo or like a speech to the crowd. It is pre-written for them. They give them this and they say, do this. In AEW, they'll have them go out and say, you, this is these are the three bullet points you have to hit. You want to fight this person next, this thing, this thing. Go out and, and they make it up on their own. And because of that, you get more of the wrestlers' personalities and just better moments. It's, it's a lot, a lot better. Plus, they just got CM Punk, who's been out of wrestling for like seven or eight years. And it's he's the man. I, like I saw it last week. Went over to friends, watched it last week, and realized I'm going to spend $50 for the next pay-per-view because it was awesome. Wow. Yes. Okay, we can go on to our next Twitter question. <laughs> It comes from at snakes, snakes, dude, snake shooting, snake. I want to say snake scooting. That was definitely not as hard as you just made it. (laughs) Well, snake shooting, snake shooting. Can you go over the picks we have for next year's draft? I need to get my head around the teams we need to also root for to lose. Phoenix Clippers, and then the Thunder's pick is protected one through fourteen. Yeah. That's right. Phoenix is one to fourteen two. One LA to Clippers one to twelve. Clippers is unprotected. So yeah. the dream scenario is that the Clippers Don't Paul George that. Paul George has a lingering hamstring injury for the entire season and yeah. the Clippers are garbage. Yeah, and if not, the Thunder will get the their pick, right? And then the Clippers twentieth pick and the Suns. 25th pick. Yep. That's more than likely what the situation looks like. And then they traded their, yeah, their pick is one through 14 protected going to Atlanta, Atlanta, um, a part of the Carmelo trade, Hmm. which, you know, they'll more, I mean, talk about the ultimate shockers. If they somehow landed outside of the top 14 this year, Almost as close of an impossibility as I can imagine. Yeah, I don't think they'll let that happen. <laughs> I mean, we talked about we talked about the ages of the team. Like, what team that doesn't have? Like, I mean, like they have nobody that's played. Law, I have two guys that have played five plus years in the league. Two. Jay, has you it, know, has like, it been a team in NBA history that's made the playoffs? That's had that profile. You know when you said that, Jay, you know what I thought of? You know in uh, Talladega Nights where the guy's like, don't you wish that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when he's like, I hope you have beautiful, beautiful young sons and they lose their legs. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> horrible. <laughs> don't you wish that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? 
All right, our next Twitter question comes from at Matt James Watts, who wants to know, any news on SGA's injury? Is he planning to make training camp? Is he healthy for the start of the season? As far as I know, he's healthy, but I'm not yeah, I mean, he's, positive. It looks like working out pretty intensely. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't see any reason why not. But I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not talking to SGA. But I think he's going to play. So, Have you been paying attention to anybody in the 2022 draft? I mean, very, very little, to be honest. Just, just because I just don't... Things change so much. Like, the rankings change so much that I'd rather just start watching them. And I've seen clips of a lot of them, but I haven't watched much of them. And I'd rather just watch when they get to college the g league or whatever you know that's that's yeah. kind of and also i just i don't know this this is the time where this is the time of the year where i'm not watching a whole lot i'm yeah. just hanging it's your off season this is the off season so i'm working i'm coming up with creative ideas on how to do podcasts and then i'm playing with my kids working in my yard you know, that's like I noticed, man. It's like you cleared out some brush. Man. Beautiful, yeah, beautiful job. <laughs> well, it's people don't realize like during the season you were doing the daily dings at the end of the night. Like yeah. it was just nonstop. Yeah, it'll be a lot. It's a lot. Hey guys, our next Twitter question I feel like is uh, for Jay, but it's a question for all of us. What's your favorite <laughs> outdoor cooking device slash appliance? This feels like a little bit of a jab. <laughs> I have an outdoor griddle. Do you? Mm-hmm. Grill Nation, you freaking love it. It it has made my grill obsolete. Obsolete. Like what I probably should do is I have a really nice Weber grill and a Weber Nation Blackstone griddle, and I need to probably sell my Weber grill. Yeah. And get a smoker. Just just add to it. Just get a smoker as well. Yeah. At that point, I'm gonna have so many cooking appliances outside. That hey, you're a spit. man. You're right. I, I want am. an outdoor griddle. I do too. I do. Here's the deal: one. is when you go out there and you cook breakfast, yeah. and your house doesn't smell like bacon for a week, which yeah. is not a bad smell. Yeah, it's not bad. But I go outside, and it's just amazing. Pancakes. Yeah. What else you want? Anything? I can do anything on a grill. Yeah. Fried rice. Sometimes I feel like a Shogun chef or a hibachi chef. <laughs> I'm out there just clinking. You're just throwing them up in the air. Throwing shrimps into people's mouths. Yeah, over the fence. Uh-huh. No, that's awesome. I really do want one. Where'd you get yours? Uh, Walmart. Walmart. Walmart's like one of the most exclusive Blackstone, which is kind of the top brand that I know. Uh, oh. Ours has an air fryer. Only the best. Oh, really? Yeah, it has an air fryer. Wow. Wow. And uh, a warming tray. Man, uh, the air fryer can fit about like six tater tots at a time, though. So <laughs> should be heads up on that. I did it one time, and I pulled out just a big mushed pile of uncooked tater tots. I was like, "Well, gross." Yeah, they had one at Sam's Club. Yep, that I was thinking yeah. about. They're owned by the same company. Yeah. Uh, what? what? Are you kidding? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I I have an outdoor grill. I wish I used it more. I don't use it that often, but I like when I use it. That's good. I don't, I don't cook myself that often. You know, I want. Yeah. I wish I did more. Well. I'll make a good steak. You could do, do it. Do you have an out what's outdoor food of mine? Are you I keep my mic I keep my microwave outside. I keep my That's out. mine. We I don't have an outdoor cooking appliance right now. We I have, have a, a grill? 
We don't have a grill. Wow. I'd love an outdoor like. I left the grill. Like, we had a grill at our old outdoor kitcheny area. That's yeah, the, that's the goal. That'd be cool. We have a fire pit that we roast some dogs on. Ooh, there it good. is. That's good. Yeah. I wish I had an outdoor kitcheny area. That would be awesome. I wish I had a hot tub. These are the things I want. A hot tub for sure. Man. You cooking stuff in that hot tub? You throwing? Yeah. You boiling yeah, like some, some you corn in there? The steak, <laughs> yeah. and they just you just you just whisk up an egg, put it in a sack, and just dip it in the hot tub. <laughs> makes you some <laughs> makes you some scrambled eggs. You know, you can make little uh, little uh, what are the the eggy things? I don't know. Do, yeah. Omelet. You can make omelet? an omelet like that. <laughs> eggy things. Eggy things. An omelet. Wow. All right, I have to go. All right. Am I miffed and peeved? Are you? Probably. Hold on. Can can the L-Man explain his fast food situation? Has he been eating more or less of it? I just want to answer since I was expecting for him to breeze through the topic last Wednesday. <sighs> I eat a lot of it. Yeah. Let's say that. Like today, Chick-fil-A, Friday. Friday, oh, yeah. Chick-fil-A day. Duh. Yeah. I do, I've been really... I, I, I like a lot KFC. But I don't have it as much as I would like. You like a lot KFC. I like a lot of KFC. I like KFC. It's good. You know what my son is really into? What? Long John Silvers. I love Long John Silvers. But oh I don't want to go alone. Well, um, it's a depressing reality is going to Long John Silvers by it's yourself. Good. I feel like they're always mopping in there. Here's this because thing. there's gotta be grease everywhere. True. But here's the, the thing time. about Long John Silvers. Everything kind of tastes the same and it all tastes good. Like you'll get the two fish and one chicken patty they all basically taste the same yeah because they're all cooked in the same yeah thing. they just throw them in the same little fryer and it's all good wow and if you get a long john silver's a and w get that a and w root beer with it perfect i and then i also am a big arby's guy yeah i'm also a big carl's jr guy is I'm there? also a big Taco Bell guy, Taco Bueno guy. <laughs> also a big Red and Canes guy. What are you not a fan of? <laughs> oh. I also like Wendy's. I also do like Wendy's chili. Wendy's is good. Not a fan. I don't really like Subway. Yeah. Apparently your brother does not either. No, he he texted me and Taylor saying, I have not eaten at Subway in four years. Why does Taylor have your name as Bo? Yeah, I don't know why Taylor does the things he does. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> he, has, he has names for all of us. That's true. Uh, thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Be sure to go to theathletic.com slash down to dunk. We will talk to you guys again on Monday. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.